and then the power just went out for like right. 20 seconds. Um, I feel like this movie was made for uh, a very large demographic, and I think it's very easy when you're making a sort of like uh, a racial statement to, to uh, have, a, have kind of a small demographic. Yeah, it, um, I agree. This movie applies like anyone yeah, can enjoy. Yeah, far-reaching for sure. Very much so. Um, which again, like I, I'm very curious. I'm sitting in the room with a bunch of comedians, um, and I don't know much about like Jordan Peele's history as a comic. Um, I just know him from the show. Uh, what Key and Peele? Key and Peele. Yeah. I mean, same. So. Yeah. So. I know he did improv. Okay. Um, I'd like super curious to see. 2006 music video. Uh, I write since not tragedy. It's by Panic at the Disco. Oh yes, that yeah, that's true. We had to dive into that. I really wanted to talk about that for a what minute. What Panic at the Disco song is that? It's the one that's like I chimed in with the haven't the, you the people ever the one the yeah. one oh. Panic, Panic oh. at the Disco. Song. Yeah. Goddamn darling. Yeah. I he was actually in this. He was in the music video. I tweeted at an entertainment reporter about that like two years ago. And I was like, who could forget Jordan Peele in this? And then like a couple months ago, he just tweeted back and he was like, not me. And I was like, <laughs> sorry to bring it up, dude. Oh, wait, he goodness. tweeted back to your tweet? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It was kind of alarming because I didn't tag him in it. Oh, and it was a year later. Out. So he just came across it. But shout out to uh, Panic at the Disco for... Finding Jordan Peele. Oh wow. <laughs> well, Marie and I know a lot about celebrities. Tabloids. And tabloids. Ooh. Yeah, we do. And how, uh, like... Oh, do you guys have any, like, gossip about Jordan Peele? No. But no, I, we could probably find some, though. Yeah, we okay, have cool. we have places. Give me, like, 30 minutes and I could find <laughs> yeah. one super embarrassing story about him. Stop yeah, for sure. But, no, uh, <laughs> no I, I always love when celebrities... Like search for themselves. On yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Well, he's obviously so searching for himself because he didn't tag him. And actually, this is a great story that we might have to like steal from you to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to you know, just put toward you know to the community we're it's a part of. An embarrassing fact that Marie and I are like in so <laughs> many groups on Facebook, just talking shit and like telling stories about celebrities. <laughs> about like B-list celebrities. Yeah. I'm I'm in at least like 10 groups and they're like subgroups so like B-list celebrities of like different subgroups of like Broadway, <laughs> of like yeah. you guys are in of, deep, of royalty it's, of I mean it's, it's sad. So, yeah, it is sad. And Holy I'm like shit. constantly checking these pages <laughs> and like having conversations and like doing live feeds. Yeah. Like The Bachelor. Oh yeah, I watched The Bachelor with a group of 10,000 people. Yeah. Oh my god. Online. <laughs> it's crazy. Why are we like that? If you could moderate a group like that for a living, it would probably be the most satisfying job in the world. Oh yeah. yeah. It would be so much god. fun. That's what you're going with? For the most satisfying job in the world? Yes. All right, cool. Uh moderating a Bachelor Facebook group. And it's amazing. I have been in the room with Maria while watching The Bachelor on this feed, not yeah. talking to yeah. her, but responding to things. But watching The Bachelor, yeah. <laughs> and get ready. I mean, January, it's coming. Uh, the Bachelor, coming. The get bachelor. ready. If this group is that good, I'll watch the season of it's it. So okay, look, you need to be part of this. We'll chat about it later, but yeah. you need, you, uh, yeah. I feel I like I will not be you. a part of this. <laughs> James, you get very irritated. <laughs> no, I'm not irritated. I'm just oh, definitely no. not watching You would the, be oh, in this whole. You think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd not That's be probably why I'm not going to do will, it. <laughs> I'll end this segment about talking about The Bachelor, but I just want to say hashtag 
Not my bachelor. Not my bachelor. (laughs) So if everyone in this movie was a contestant on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, which one would you pick at the end? So you mean if we if if Get Out was Bachelor in Paradise? Mm -hmm. Okay. We we have our our pick of anyone in the in the movie. Yep. I'm going with Caleb Laundry Jones, baby. Where he's a weird looking dude, and I like his energy. Yeah, he's like the scummy brother. Yeah. I so I thought that I knew this man. So, <laughs> he looks exactly like this guy Drew. Oh, you thought you knew? Yeah, I thought I knew that. I thought the actor was someone that I knew. So rewatching it today, or watching like clips of it today, it like shows the brother, and I'm like, oh my god, it looks just like Drew. And so like. I searched it, and it's not this person. No, he's an actor. He's a real actor. But this guy is an actor. He's in, like, Mooshka ads and stuff. You drew? Yeah. Oh, that's like shout out to Drew, man. Good job. Yeah. I loved your performance yeah, in Get for, Out. Yeah, thanks for booking Mooshka. Good job. <laughs> yes. It's great. Also, fun fact, I met, a, I matched on this man on Twitter. Or on not Twitter. On okay. <laughs> Again, I have to ask Caleb Laundry Jones or Drew? <laughs> Drew. Okay, cool. And uh, we actually have a mutual friend. Caleb Laundry Jones? Caleb Laundry Jones. Uh, Who was your. Okay. Lily. The mutual friend was Caleb. Oh, Laundry. that's what I was asking. Friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, Lily. And Lily said, friend of all of everyone's shows. We were out at the bar, and Lily said, you matched on Tinder with my friend. And now he's Caleb in Get Out. Out. And so okay. that's why you and now would, he's in Get Out. Would you choose him in Get Out in Paradise? No. Oh. I would choose... I don't know who I would choose. Who plays uh, um, the grandpa? You're going... Wait. The actual grandpa or like the grandpa when he's in the black guy? The grandpa and the black guy. I don't know who that guy is. But I like him. I like his face. He runs fast. I like his face. He had a good smile. He had the best moment in the entire movie. Ooh, what is it? Yeah, what do you... That's a hot take. So when he takes the gun from Rose and is like, I'll let me finish him. And then he shoots Rose. Oh, you were into that. Loved it. Okay. 100%. The best part. And Brett, because uh, of that, you're going to give him your rose. Yes, because he, <laughs> he saved the movie. Seems, I think he was a cute man. He seems, ran fast. Seems mentally stable. So um, Devin, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm, I'm picking yours for you. I sure. know who you would pick. It's Bradley Whitford. It's fucking Bradley Whitford. I'm <laughs> ah, that's why we're such good friends. Yeah, exactly. I got you. Do you have a pick? I got it. We got to finish. This, I just like that warm on. cup of tea. I uh, knew okay. it. You're I could live with, with him. Yeah. All right. That's a. It's poisonous, but it looks just steamy. You like it? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I knew. I knew that you would pick the cup of tea. Wow. I just knew it. And I so knew you were you devastated when I killed Whitford. that cup of tea. I was violently. Very angry. Yeah, it came to a very, very sudden and very tragic. Premature ending. death. Yeah. No, I can handle violence in cinema, but that crossed a line for me that <laughs> felt like. I don't know. I can't go back from now. Yeah. I don't want to be desensitized to teacups, you know, falling on the ground. No, no, absolutely not. That was a nice teacup. <laughs> the clink. I like the, the small clink. But, it's, oh. you know, I don't like a harsh clinking. She was pretty gentle with the clink. Yeah. That's what I looked really, at. And then the little, really the spoon. Yeah. Just, it, you know, consistent. I knew what to expect. <laughs> Did some stuff for you. There's Gentle no, clink. There's no honey in that tea. No, that's okay. It's just a small, if it was a big mug of tea, I'd be like, okay, add a sweetener, but this was fine. Just a little palate cleanser. Yeah. 
Okay. And the T was nominated for no awards. No, it was. I guess it was on, on best trash. ensemble. Was it, we'll, it was nominated. We'll get for to a that. Movie, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, we, you just mentioned something that I like talking about, which is like your your favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Um, and Devin and I like to do this little thing where we like to guess. I'll say something from the movie. And we like mm. to guess whether or not we loved it or hated it. Mm. Um, so I'm going to just kick things off real quick. Cool. Devin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fruit Loops. I was so fired up for those fruit loops i hate those fruit she loops so much ate them in the most disgusting way like she took little bites of each individual fruit loop and then would sit milk through a straw oh oh when you, she was on it's her a really bed. quick scene mm-hmm. yeah yeah ew yeah and like i loved it first of all frustrating because just eat cereal like a normal person you psycho no. secondly that was the thing that that was probably the only time in the movie i rolled my eyes was like okay i get it you're keeping like the colored and the white separate like Good job. Oh, and how like, dumb. It, now yeah, that you're saying I hate that. Yeah, it's like really, really like I get obvious it. to me. How It was not obvious to me, and I'm annoyed. You're annoyed. I just thought this was like, so we talk about a lot, the sandwiches on Psycho, how they annoy us. <laughs> okay. And God, so those just, stupid meats. <laughs> so I just assumed that this was your Psycho sandwich. That yeah, you a little just bit. Like, this annoys me. But yeah, the I mean, it's deeper does. than it, that. Yeah, there's a little, there's layers. Sort of. It's I like, like a layered sandwich. Creepy. I mean. Yeah, she ate very, oh, she was creepy, real what creepy. She's more end. creepy eating. Yeah. Um, what do you, you got anything for me? Um, how did you feel about the running? <laughs> I dug the running. That was the scariest part of the movie well, when he was just barreling I towards him. So much form. Yeah. Like really stiff arms and like. Kind of stressed me out. Yeah, and that was probably the only part of the only part of the soundtrack I actually liked uh, was that little like shrill like string mm-hmm. that just kind of swelled up while he comes into view and is like charging at Chris. Because um, I thought I thought the soundtrack on this movie was kind of weak. It was just like a lot of like little noises, and then that cool like chanting song in the beginning and end. It's like everything. Like oh, Hans Zimmer wrote Inception, so let's all just take little pieces of that soundtrack and put it in our films. Yeah, the, this this soundtrack has like no theme. Yeah, which is I don't think I remember a single. It's just like a lot of like I got you ready. It's like a lot of like like just little stuff like that, and then also Childish Gambino's Redbone. That was sweet. Yeah, that was exciting. That was the song of that summer. That yeah, I that song is still just like reigning supreme for me. That's a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one other thing that. I I'll go to the, the the love it part of this movie, um, and I don't think that the uh, when we talk about like sticking the landing, I don't think that the last shot of the movie necessarily is the ending of the movie that mm. I want to talk about mm. uh, because I think like a movie can end a little earlier and just kind of have some like trail off epilogue stuff going on. But there's a scene uh, right at the end of the climax where they're on that road, and it's like for me like the most powerful part of the movie is when Chris is choking Rose. Uh, and you just see her smile at the end and he lets uh, go and i'm like this is like uh, that movie was singing for me at that point i love that scene so much that made me want to take a shower like the way she just like curled the ends of her lips oh like i just love that she was left to die just like that deer Mm -hmm. that was satisfying Mm -hmm. it was very i think you're hard pressed to make a movie that ends with a black gentleman killing a white family and you have white audiences on the protagonist's side. 
like everyone is fired up for him to do that. Yeah. And I think that's like a, a masterstroke on Jordan Peele's part because I could see white audiences not getting behind that. Yeah. Right. But he yeah. builds it so carefully that it's like by the end, you're, I was like yelling at the TV for him to kill the family. It was great. Mm-hmm. This is one of those movies where you're like screaming the whole time. Yeah. It's yeah. a very exciting movie. Okay. Can we do a run through real quick of how the family members died? I would love yes. to because it's the most satisfying okay, string so of events ever. Matt Drew was hit <laughs> with. Caleb Laundry Jones was hit with like a bocce ball. Yes. But yeah. That did not kill him. No, which is he lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Too much blood to not be dead. Well, Caleb Laundry Jones is probably on like heroin and meth at the same time. That dude's nuts. So yeah. And heroin plus meth gives yeah, you uh, super strength. 46 ounces more blood than the average person. Wow. That's That's a lot. That's just science, baby. That's how that is. Um, No, but I think it was satisfying that they get into like a sparring match because they were talking about martial arts. Yep. And he was talking about how jujitsu, like you have to be three steps ahead. And he, uh, not Drew, has Chris in a headlock. (laughs) And he keeps trying to uh, kick, get the door open. And Caleb Laundry Jones keeps kicking it shut. So on the like he keeps doing it, and on the third time, like he plans it out, and he is three moves ahead of him. Yep. Like he opens the door, he kicks the door, and then he stabs him. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I, I think like this is one of the movies where at the end where people are getting killed, and I'm like, fuck yeah, every time. Right. Right. Killed. Yeah. So yeah, Caleb Laundry Jones, he's out of the way, and then you get Bradley Whitford who just gets gored by a deer oh, head. It's deer. <laughs> Yeah, like he, he gave that speech where he's like, oh, you did a good thing running over that deer. Which was weird. But like, yeah, full circle. Good job. Every, I just, how does it affect you? Off. Like, how does the deer affect you? Yeah, who hates, hates deer? deer. They're like, they're just there. And they're real dumb deer. I've hit a deer before and I don't hate them. He was like talking about it in a way that felt genocidal. He's like, yeah. Yeah. one down. I wish someone would run over all of them. It's time to explain. I feel like there's a... Another little deeper. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like everything about this movie does that. Like everything, but yeah, so much that it went into the cereal. I'm like, I'm still like <laughs> really churning about this <laughs> damn cereal. Uh, I kind of wish Bradley Whitford had just improvised that because he hates deer. Like that's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Into like, the role. That was not in the script, and like Jordan feels like, dude, what the fuck? What are you like, doing, man? <laughs> He like I guess yeah. keep it in. I don't. He was allowed one script rewrite. <laughs> yeah. That's what he did. He like goes on that rant in every movie he's in. They just cut it out usually. And this is the one time someone's like, "All right, you can keep it." Like, in. Oh, I guess it fits. <laughs> um, he would love uh, killing of a sacred deer. He, that's he had no that's deer a, die in that movie. Okay, uh, <laughs> that doesn't translate to an audio medium. What you're doing, but <laughs> nice job. Uh, who else dies? Catherine the, Keener dies. How does she die? I don't remember. Uh, in the weirdest way, he she stabs him through the hand, Ugh. and then he oh, like moves yeah. his he, he in the biggest boss move ever. Mm. Just doesn't flinch from getting stabbed in the hand, and like grabs her hand and like uses the back of whatever she stabbed him with to I think go through the eye Ugh. or the temple or something straight to the straight to the dome. Yeah, that's right. So she's out of the way. Owie Maui, that hurts. <laughs> I thought it was weird that she said Owie Maui, that hurts. <laughs> it was a little weird. Um, yeah, and then you've got uh, the, the only people left are, what, what's her name? Rose. Who? Well, you've got the grandparents. Uh, how do you think I felt about Get Em Grandpa? 
I think you hated I it. I hated it with mm. every ounce of my being. <laughs> the only part of this movie, like right at the end here, and it it like kind of just devolves to like generic horror for like five minutes, and it's like right there where he she's get him grandpa and he comes running it's like all right that was the original title of the movie get, get him grandpa, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean the whole get him grandpa thing is kind of lame but uh yeah i mean he offs himself after shooting rose and then does the grandma die too yeah the grandma uh so did you like when she said when rose said grandma yeah that wasn't so bad <laughs> Because she didn't say, get him, Grandma. Like, she was like Sylvester Stallone in The Expendables or something. <laughs> but she, so she gets hit by the car, and then he puts her in the car, and then she starts attacking him, and then he, like, runs into a tree or something. Oh, so she dies by car crash? Yeah. Weak. But, like, that Weak. was, I liked it because he knew she was evil, and after he hit her with the car, like he had that moment where he's like, he's like Don't couldn't just leave, leave, just leave, just leave. But he couldn't leave her behind because his mom died in a car crash and yep. he could have saved her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything kind of is, there's a lot of payoff in this movie. I hated when they were in the car and the grandma was like, you ruined my house. Yeah. yeah and she was like moshing on him, like yeah. in the car. Uh, not hype. No, not hype at all. Uh, the, the the little there's a lot of sadness in this movie with those two with the grandparents which I really liked, um, but when she was going crazy in the car I didn't feel bad for her when she died but I did feel really bad for the grandpa because he actually yeah. like, kind of fought back and um, well with the Flash yeah. Maria how do you feel about the Flash that that is what like knocks him out of hypnosis oh oh um, how do I feel about it? Yeah, I feel like this is something that would annoy you. I mean, there's not like a sound that goes with it, yes? No. Or no? It's just a flash. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. If there was some kind of like sonic boom to give them like some kind of audio concussion or something. I mean, I, it was fine. Like, I'm not upset. It reminded I'm me of Men in Black. Oh, totally. That's, yeah, that's totally got him. That's probably where they got the tech from. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I mean, I just feel like there's a lot that's unbelievable about this movie. For oh, yeah. Sure. So I'm okay. Certainly, with it. I'm okay. With um, it. Yeah, the one person we haven't really talked about, which we'll get to um, after this break, is Lakeith Stanfield. Oh mm. my god. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge stan for him. Are you Stan B? We'll get back to it. We're gonna take a quick break. character performances some actor performances in this movie uh well i i want to talk all about caleb laundry jones dude i don't know if i made that clear or not an aggressive like red-eyed creepy fucking dude yeah um i'm like all about it i'm hoping that he just like pops from now on uh because like he just he he was in this 
He was in Three Billboards, which he was outstanding yeah. in. And he was in the Florida Project for like five minutes. Um, and like every movie, he's playing a completely different character, has a completely different vibe, um, and is completely believable in every movie. I'm very excited for Caleb Blanchard Jones. And I don't think he's going to go anywhere because he's got a real weird face and he's probably going to get typecasted as like this guy. I thought he was believable as not Drew in this movie. I agree. He, yeah. he did that he, really well. He sold the fact that he wasn't Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, was like, cool. That's not Drew. Acting. You're not Drew. Wait, do you know Drew or did you just match with Drew on Tinder? <laughs> okay. All right. Can you get Drew on for a Caleb Laundry Jones episode? <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks for doing that for me. I'm not Caleb Laundry Jones. <laughs> hey, you're going to have to call him not Caleb from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gets, that's going to confuse me. I just yeah. Caleb Laundry Jones? <laughs> oh, wait, yes. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steven Root was so good in this as the blind art collector. Mm-hmm. He was great. I really love, yeah. Very creepy, but I loved, I loved him. He doesn't get to play that kind of role very mm-hmm. often. And several times in this movie, there, Chris is interacting with a white character that you think like, that you latch onto that's like, oh, this is, this is the one we like. Mm-hmm. And I, you get that a little bit with Rose at certain points. And then you get it with Steven Root. And there is no white character in this that, Turns out to be good. And right. When Steven Root came on the TV in the brainwashing oh. scene, I, and he was bald and like, it was horrifying. Like, I didn't. Who was in control of the TV? Wow. <laughs> this is what got you. This this was the part of the movie that was hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, it was the TV turning on. I think it was remotely activated. Clearly, yeah, clearly I think they there was like some control. kind of controlled area, or they were able to like maybe it was activated by his vital signs, or a remote mm. control. Who was holding it? Who? I don't know, Catherine Keener or something, he or Stephen Root. Being... <laughs> he wasn't. Everyone okay? We're haunted. So yeah, no, Stephen Root was really good in this movie. I um he might have been like my favorite like supporting performance. Mm. Um because Caleb Laundry Jones is the lead for me. I think you're right. We probably should talk about Daniel Kaluuya, because this is his movie. What a masterful performance, dude. When he's crying in the chair during yeah. the first hypnosis oh. scene. Like they <sighs> I don't know how, it, I don't know if there was a cut. I can't remember, but it just goes from like. There was not a cut. There was not a cut. Tears streaming down. There's not a cut. There's no, because oh I, re- I, I remember being really impressed when he starts crying. Wow. Yeah, it's just completely dead, completely serious, and then you just see some, some tears fall. It's amazing. Um, I will say the first time I watched this movie, I didn't, I wasn't unimpressed, but I like didn't take note of this performance. Mm. Um, and I watched it, I might have seen this one twice in theaters. But he doesn't do a lot in this movie. It's just a lot of eye acting and like subtle, mm. uncomfortable movements. And it's unreal how good he is. Like he's doing so much with so little. A lot of tension. Yes. Yeah. I like the way he played off. Uh, like when there would be these weird little microaggressions with the family or the guests of the party. 
Rose would always kind of intervene and be like, that's messed up. And he played his part in that very well. Like several times throughout the movie, he's just like, it's fine. It's fine. Like he like blows off the confrontation rather than deal with it. Right. And that seems like a good defense mechanism for him at the time until you realize that all of those microaggressions are going to become things that are literally going to kill him later in the movie. So when he does get to like finally mow everybody down, it's that satisfying because he was so non-confrontational. It is great. Um, And I mean, this is a good segue to start talking about the Oscars. Um, Yeah. Because uh, we like to let the Oscars lead us uh, for some reason, even though they typically lead us astray. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this movie got nominated for four awards. Uh, best Actor in a Lead Role, which is Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya? I think I'm saying it right. Um, got nominated for Best Picture, which is exciting. Very yeah, uh, I don't know if is... that was expected. I really thought it was with the years before's nominees. Nope. Because of well, when it was released, I think, yeah, just this, in my brain. I think this came out you know? in February. So this yeah. was super early that year. This probably came out right around the time that the Oscars were right, yeah. 2016 yeah. were airing. Um, gotta, it's rare for a movie that comes out in, you know, like February is a month where you burn off. Well, yeah, shit. and I think yes. that's why I think it was unexpected, yeah. which is great. Good for them. Usually you don't carry that kind of momentum. Yeah. No, no. It's all the award season that you release your big, you know, Oscar plays. But, uh, yeah, it also got directed or um, got directed by a guy who got a nomination <laughs> to get direct. Jordan Peele got nominated for best director uh, and also best screenplay, which he won, mm-hmm. which I was also that was the one that I was like kind of rooting for. Yeah, um, it, it seems like the coolest uh, original screenplay that came out <laughs> the whole mm-hmm. year, probably. Yeah, um, I, I'm hoping that. This is like a cool turning point for the Oscars where they start acknowledging like weird genre movies. Because mm-hmm. um, I'd love to see like Hereditary get some, you know, a little Tony Collette nod. Um, some, some. Little, yeah, a little Ooh. pat on the back. No? I just, don't... no, I'm just feeling like I'm just imagining her sawing her own head off. <laughs> feeling very stressed. Yeah. I mean, she, she played that. There was, that was, yeah, she was great. There was no stunt double in that scene. Um, she deserves she it. She did it for real. That was method. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sidebar away. At the bow camp. Cool. Oh, wow. come see the exhibit <laughs> you think you'll leave the bunker and come out and check it out <laughs> there was like one to pizza gate it was like a mini, oh my god like a mini like pizzeria like and like it's just it's really really cool with prostitutes in the basement yeah, just, we were talking i can't wait uh, i love it the uh, whole time i was thinking about hereditary <laughs> We were talking outside about Tommy Wiseau trying to sell people underwear at his thing, and I feel mm-hmm. like if Alex Jones showed up to that, he would try and sell people his brain pills. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I I, think that I would have given Daniel Kaluuya Best Actor 
mm. of the movies we've, we've watched so far. Who won a, Moonlight? Uh, no, for Best Actor? Yeah. No, that was Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour this year. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. A lot. It's war. Yeah, we got it. Yep. War is bad. Makes the movie. Yep. Uh, I agree. I'm on board with that. Um, I think out of the, what, this is our fourth episode that we've recorded? Mm-hmm. I think out of the four that we've done, I would, I, this is probably my favorite, like, nomination, because, oh. oh, this is the second only, because we've only done Darkest Hour and Get Out, who, those are the only two leads mm-hmm. that got nominated. So, yeah, I mean, mm. I definitely liked Daniel Kaluuya more than uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I guess we're kind of near the end here. I do want to kind of, I mean, I kind of want to get your guys' spooky, sexy, scary rating. Woo! Oh, of Get Out, why not? <laughs> we're here. Let's do it. Okay. Did we explain how it works on our podcast? Probably. Sure. Okay, so on our podcast, Spooky, Sexy, Scary, we'll play. Um, uh, we watch a scary movie and rate what we think spooky, sexy, scary, and we give that rating, it can be up to 100. So, Maria, what's your rating? Oh, how weird. I always go last. I'll go first. (laughs) Okay, spooky. This is definitely 100. Like, talk about the unexpected. Talk about, you know, going into the movie theater not knowing, like, what twists and turns the plots are going to be and feeling uncomfortable. 100%. Sexy. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling this, you guys. I might. No. I'm. Mm, mm, I'm feeling like maybe between eight and nine percent. That's generous. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Just there's, you know. There's some interest. It's, you know, I really like sounds that clinking glass I talk about this clinking glass like every six months. Is that I like really a do. sexy thing for you? I like sounds. Oh, all right, cool. Moving up. No, just wow. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. And then um, scary. We'll go with seventy percent. Obviously, a frightening concept. Duh. Um, like watching murders. Don't like stabbing hands, eyes, or feet. So all of that got me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there were any stabbing feet, but that's all in the same category. They for stabbed me. the leg. So. Yeah, that's similar. I imagine a leg is all one large muscle, and I don't like to imagine muscles being cut by knives. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, we'll go with, like, a 70% scary. But it definitely, to me, it wasn't, like, a level of, like, okay, they created this movie to, for me to go in and just, like, scare the shit out of me. It's it's not that. It's just not that. So it wouldn't be 100%. Patty? Um, I agree with 100% spooky. Not in the claim. 
Oh, Bradley's his dad in real life. Bradley Whitford? No, oh, no. Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Female. Female Brian Williams. I'm never not going to call her female Bruce Willis now. <laughs> Oh my god. She was. She always is. Like nice, like Good for her. Uh, okay. I can't. Uh, scary. I will give it I, I will give it 65% scary because I mean it wasn't very scary It had like the good for last little climax. It's very scary. I don't like stabbing hands. I don't understand. A lot of force has to go into stabbing a hand for it to be a clean stab. So that got me. Great. I'm going to add a new category. I'm going to give oh. this movie a uh, 92% sticky because it totally stuck the landing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like that. It's a sticky movie. Nice. And and as as far as my sexy rating goes, yeah. which is the only one I'm going to do. Cool, I'm really curious. Uh, eating the Fruit Loops and drinking warm milk with a straw, 100% sexy. Oh, no. Off the charts. I'm uh, viewing you in a different light. Yeah, well, you should. And I'm not, <laughs> I don't mind being shamed for that. I'm very comfortable with okay, that. Okay, good. I'll, I'll publicly and privately <laughs> do that. Um, I, I'm, yeah, no, super spooky movie. I think that was the goal. Um, there weren't a lot of like jump scares, which was fine. It wasn't like scary. So the deer got me for jump. The scares. deer was scary when the deer hit the car. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, probably I'd probably go 100 percent spooky. It just it railed it up on there. Sexy. I could have I could have gone with seeing a little bit more Daniel Kaluuya with the shirt off. Oh He's probably God. chiseled. I'm sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Probably like a 10 percent. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna crank it up a little bit. We got not Drew in the movie, and uh, we'll go with a 30 percent bump. Wow. Yeah. So we'll, that's we'll, interesting for calling my eight percent generous. Well, I have <laughs> feelings about Caleb, Caleb Laundry Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah, okay. Caleb okay. uh, Jones fucks in this movie. Yeah, he does. Um, and with my scary, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna reel it in at, at a soft sixty percent. Mm-hmm. But ninety two percent sticky. This movie, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a prestigious Bucks Award. Bucks. Wow. Yes. Bucks. Cool. Uh, I think we have said what we needed to said. Say. Female Bruce Willis. <laughs> female <laughs> Bruce. Uh, you got anything else to add, my man? Uh, if you guys can just follow me at female Bruce Willis on Twitter and Instagram. And I will be looking journal. that up. Live uh, journal. <laughs> my AIM away message. Uh, you can catch me on Exanga and Neopets. And- uh, shout out to Club the Penguin that shut down today permanently. Stop. It's true. I thought it shut down like nine What? No, it shut down today. It's official. Oh, my God. I was not allowed to be on there, but I was on there all the time with, at my friend's account at her house. My dad paid a monthly fee. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Club Penguin. Follow me on Twitter at uh, Princess Pizza, three S's, three Z's. Uh, uh, you can follow me on Instagram with my new tag of shitbox Jimmy, and uh, I'm not going to explain that. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, ladies, again for being on the show. That thank was a blast. Anytime. Um, that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye. <laughs>